it's worthwhile to go find the dragon in its lair instead of waiting for it to come and eat you. This is the Wisdom Worth Knowing podcast. I'm your host, Craig Chamberlain. It's your first time joining me. Welcome. Thanks for giving me a shot. You can subscribe to the podcast on all of the major social networks, including Facebook, YouTube, and Rumble. You can also subscribe where all major podcasts are distributed. That includes Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. Wisdom Worth Knowing is brought to you by Audible, where listening is the new reading. For a limited time, my listeners can get unlimited access to thousands of audiobooks completely free for 30 days. Sign up right now at audible.wisdomworthknowing.org. That's A-U-D-I-B-L-E dot wisdomworthknowing.org. And it'll help the show out too. It's worthwhile to go find the dragon in its lair instead of waiting for it to come and eat you. Jordan Peterson. So Jordan Peterson, Dr. Jordan Peterson, is one of my favorite authors and modern thinkers. Um, I genuinely think the stuff he is teaching and the topics he's discussing are going to go down in history as significant in terms of how we as people are reconciling emotional, spiritual, and physical reality. It's really deep stuff if you're into it. But he also has books that are practical and very approachable. One of my favorite books, which changed a decent chunk of my life, is his book, 12 Rules for Life. I can't say enough good about this book. Do I agree with everything in it? Well, not always. I mean, that's just how things go. But I agree with most of it. Um, he has another book called Beyond Order, which I thought was quite amazing as well. It's 12 more rules, but it's it's rules that kind of balance out the original rules, which, as you can imagine, when you take any rule to an extreme, you kind of need a counterbalance to those rules as well. So, so yeah, so that that's where this quote comes from. It comes from Peterson. He says, uh, and, and it is metaphorical, of course, which I appreciate. It's worthwhile to go find the dragon in its lair instead of waiting for it to come and eat you. Well, what is the dragon? What is the monster in your life? The great terror? What is it that brings you to your knees in fear? And every time it rears its ugly head, it paralyzes you. You know, you think about, I don't know if you've read any fantasy novels or followed any fantasy books. At this point, I'd be surprised if you haven't. Most people at least understand what the dragon represents, is it's the big fear. But, as discussed often, or what's acknowledged often in these stories, is that the dragon also is the great potential, right? Because even though it is terrifying, in most cases, if you defeat the dragon or slay the dragon in the story, you also get the treasure. Because in many cases, the dragon is guarding a treasure of some kind. It could be literal physical gold, or it could be a beautiful princess. But the premise is always the same. If, if the brave knight enters the dragon's lair, faces it, builds up the courage, defeats it, he wins the treasure. And if we don't acknowledge that there are dragons in our life... And these dragons don't have to be literal dragons, obviously. This is a metaphor. <laughs> what is it that scares you? What is the dragon? It could be a little dragon. It could be a big dragon. There are 
different sized beasts that haunt us. And we all have them. And if you know somebody who you're like, that person doesn't have any dragons, congratulations, they've just found a way to hide it from you. But we all wrestle with something. Or perhaps they fight it regularly every time it rears its head. But what are your dragons? If you sit down and you wrote out, and maybe you should do this, by the way. I'm a huge fan of writing and authoring. It's another Peterson technique. He's really big on self-authoring. If we write out the, the, the dragons in our story, and we all have them, then we can begin to equip ourselves. You know, because every dragon has its own characteristics. It's got it's got its own power over us in some way. And so what we want to do is, is start to position ourselves for the second part of this quote. We want to get ourselves to the point where we can go seek out that terrible, horrible thing in its lair. So in other words, we're going into the darkness instead of waiting for it to come to us. So that we can wrestle with it and fight with it ourselves. I mean, this is a whole different way of thinking, you know, in, in a society where we're all soft and we're constantly avoiding the issues sitting right in front of us, the, the fears, the anxieties, the depressions. We have more of a tendency to just ignore it. The problem is, is the longer we ignore it, the bigger the beast becomes. They grow over time, these dragons. Is your dragon fear? Is your dragon um, a confrontation with somebody at work or at home? Is your dragon abuse? And I don't mean like physical abuse, but like emotional abuse. Physical abuse obviously would be one too, but don't fight that dragon on your own. But if it's, it's a little bit of people steamrolling over you, so it's just standing up for yourself, is that your dragon? By the way, if you're in, I have to throw this out there. If you're in an abusive relationship, get other people involved who are qualified to help you with that. Preferably people that are third party, uh, even cops, especially if it's physically abusive. That's a side tangent. But is it, is your beast standing up for yourself? Is your beast a project that you've been avoiding at home or at work? Is your beast learning to be a good father or mother? It could be any of these things. It could be a combination of a lot of these things. And every time you see its face, do you turn and run? If you do, congratulations, you're normal. Because <laughs> that's, that's how these things work, right? We avoid problems. We don't have a tendency to tackle them and and run into them headfirst. That's not, that's not what we, that's not what comes naturally. I mean, do you think the knight who goes to slay the dragons in the story isn't sitting, thinking about how nice it would be if he could just go home to his castle and just relax? It takes immense courage to not only face our problems, but to be willing to walk into them, to be willing to take that step of actually walking into our own darkness so that we can face it. It's terrifying. These things are scary. But here's the thing. 
That second part of that quote really kind of nails what happens if we don't acknowledge these problems. They grow. They get bigger. And we, we are waiting for it to come and eat us. Because as we avoid those problems, they don't just go away, you know? And so at some point, the bill is going to come due. And if we've allowed ourselves to be in a, a doormat, or we've allowed ourselves to not fight our anxiety or depression issues, or not face that project, eventually we're going to lose that opportunity or... We're going to have years of repression and anger that have just just festered and built up. And it's become this giant beast that seems impossible to even attack. And it's harder at that point to face it. It's better to face your problems when they're little dragons. Rather than when they've been fed over the course of days, weeks, months, and years. Does that mean something's wrong with you? No, we all have these. We all have issues that we we put off and we 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 put to the side and we just pretend they're not there. And then every time it re, every time it rears its head, we we just shut that door. Like, nah, it'll be fine. You know. Meanwhile, that that dragon is is growing. You know, through our avoidance. And then eventually it, it kind of things reach ahead and, and we've got to acknowledge the fact that we're, we're, we have to face it. And, and if we're not prepared for that, it can eat us, right? And so, so we need to begin this process. I'm going I'm to dig into that here in a little bit more, but first we've reached that time. Wisdom Worth Knowing is brought to you by Amazon Audible. If you're like me and you love reading but don't have the time, then Audible audiobooks may be the perfect solution for you. Side note, uh, the 12 Rules for Life Beyond and Beyond Order books are available on Amazon Audible. So, the, And it's actually read by the author, by Peterson himself. With Audible, listening is the new reading. You can pop in your earbuds and discover that next exciting adventure or expand your knowledge from any PC, Mac, Android, Alexa, or Apple device. And check this out, because you listen to this show, for a limited time, you can get instant access to thousands of audiobooks from Audible's Premium Plus catalog completely free. Just visit audible.wisdomworthknowing.org right now and take advantage of a free 30-day trial. That's right, for 30 days, you'll get full access to Audible's Premium Plus catalog, as well as an additional free title of your choosing, so you can choose any book. If you discover audiobooks aren't for you, it's no problem. You can cancel instantly online. That's it. It's that simple. Two years ago, audiobooks began to change my life, and they may change yours too. So pause this podcast and head over to Audible. That's A-U-D-I-B-L-E dot wisdomworthknowing.org and sign up right now. Like I said, those books are available there, the Peterson books. And they're uh, quite good. So how can we begin to face these dragons? Well, first, first of all, acknowledging that we've been avoiding something for a long time, I think, is key. And I think a second part is we write out a list. We write out of the list of the things that we're avoiding, and then we prioritize them. We say, well, which one's the most worthwhile? And maybe you want to start at the bottom of the list. Maybe you want to start with smaller dragons first. You're like, hey, you know what? I'm not good at this whole confrontation thing. I don't know how this is going to go. I don't quite have the emotional, spiritual, and confidence to face 
the big dragon just yet, but you know, I can tackle these smaller ones that I've been avoiding. And much like a knight who trains for battle, you know, when the knight or the prince shows up to fight the dragon, one must assume that in order to competently face a dragon, they've been training for that fight their whole lives. So to expect ourselves to just walk in the lair and slay the dragon on our first attempt, well, that's just ridiculous. So none of us can accept that. We have to start smaller. We have to train. Sure, the dragon might grow in the meantime, but you know what? It's better to be ready when you go into battle, as long as you're fully acknowledging that you're getting ready and you're not just avoiding the issue. It's okay to become emotionally, physically, and spiritually prepared for it. And so we can begin to address smaller issues. We can begin with the, the laundry we're putting off on the floor. We can begin with the house that we haven't been cleaning. We can begin with the project that we keep, the smaller projects and the smaller tasks we're putting off at work. These are smaller little things we can knock out and we can become proficient at doing. And in many ways, it's important to do these smaller things well before we expand our attack on things that are much larger. And we need to build our confidence. We need to refine our emotional tools. We need to refine our and discipline our behavior so that when, when we do turn to face these bigger issues, we are better equipped for that fight. We're not going into it unprepared. And by the way, therapy and psychiatrists, they're supposed to be, if you find a good one, they're supposed to be experts in these tools. You know, they're supposed to help you develop and cultivate the emotional tools necessary to, to go in and fight these dragons. If we can make this a way of life, rather than avoidance, if we can turn the way we live our lives naturally completely upside down on its head and begin to live our lives unnaturally. Imagine living a life where you, you don't seek comfort, where you, where you actually seek out discomfort because you know, through the discomfort you grow the most. I know you think I'm crazy, but some of the, if you look at the most successful people in the world, this is what they do. The successful entrepreneur, they look for problems to solve and they solve them and they try to solve them for other people. And then they sell that product or service and solution to other people. They, they seek out problems and solutions to those problems. The physical athlete, here's another perfect example of somebody who seeks out pain. Athletes train and they push their bodies to the physical limits they, they seek out just the right amount of pain, physical pain, so that their bodies grow exactly the way, the way that they want them to grow. So that they go to the gym, they practice their sport every day. They refine this process and they become specialized at it. But they seek out pain in order to do that. You can't build muscle without experiencing pain. You literally physically have to injure yourself. Again, it's controlled injury so that your muscles get stretched and, and, and broken down. And then 
They get rewoven back together by your body stronger than they were before. It's like it's physically, literally breaking down your body so that it can rebuild itself. And these people, they, they, tr they seek out suffering. And to have this be a way of life, it, it's contrary to what all of us are told on a cultural level. And it's hard to, to, to really grasp, but even in my life, and again, I don't do this perfectly, but in my life, the, the most significant things in my life are the ones that are the most challenging. And, and it really is frustrating when you're in the pain. But if you endure it and you fight through it, it's, it's not going to be perfect. You're not going to do it perfectly. You're going to make all kinds of mistakes. It's going to be a mess. But don't give up because as you persevere through that, you become a stronger human. And the crazy people, <laughs> the, the, the superhumans amongst us, who have learned that to master this, not only just respond to life as it happens to them in a constructive way, but actually start looking for problems in their life to fix. They actually walk into the suffering. This is a whole different set of human. These are the David Gogginses, all right? This is a guy who came from a physically, a really horrifically physically abusive family and household. And, and transformed his life over the span of 20 years into the Ultraman, which for those of you who don't know, is the ultimate physical. He became a Navy SEAL and an Ultraman. And he's got a book. It's also on uh, Audible. It's called Can't Hurt Me. I I'll give you a language warning on that one, but because he's a military guy, so his, his language is colorful. But amazing book. And it's about walking into suffering. That that's He made it a way of life. You know, and if you're a Christian, this is also how Christ taught. You know, he made suffering a way of life. You know, he wasn't about avoiding your issues. You know, it was about addressing them and, and cultivating the emotional and spiritual tools to deal with reality, not avoid it. So this idea that we can... We can equip ourselves and, and gain experience. If you want to even think about it in a video game standpoint, if you want to gain levels, level up, this idea that we can begin to face our dragons, it is worthwhile. You know, that's the amazing thing about this quote is it doesn't say it's it's essential to go find the dragon in its lair, but it's worthwhile. It's, it's worth the risk. Because even if you walk up to that dragon and, and it beats you, and then you walk up to it again and it beats you again and, and you just keep over and over and over again. You're facing it. As long as you're learning lessons every time you get defeated, first of all, you're keeping the dragon from continuing to grow because you're acknowledging its existence. But second of all, you're, you're becoming a stronger human. And maybe you never fully defeat the dragon. But by facing it over and over again, you are becoming a stronger person. And isn't that really what we want? To try to be a better version of ourselves than we were yesterday? And maybe one day, five days, 30 days, a year, two years, five years, 10 years from now, you'll finally have the strength to put it to death. 
Or maybe you will have beaten him down so much that he will be exhausted and he'll just flop over and give up. Because not all of them work out like the fairy tales. You know, not all of the, the issues we tackle and the things that we fight and wrestle with, not all of them die overnight. But it's worthwhile. It's worth the effort. Because if we can defeat the big dragons, well, then as these smaller problems continue to rear their head, which, by the way, if you have a pulse, you're going to have problems. But as these problems begin to rear their heads, you will have experience and knowledge that will prepare you to deal with those issues. You know, there's a reason in the workforce, there's a reason people who are employers crave experience above all else. Because people with experience in that particular profession have been in the work environment long enough to know how to face the problems as they their heads pop up rather than avoid them. When you bring somebody who's not who has no experience in your field into the fold, they have to wait for you to cultivate that experience as problems arise. And that is really where that value comes in, that experience value. And and, and so few people fully understand this is it's not really something you can fully replicate in 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 the school classroom environment. You just can't. Like you can't replicate every possible real world scenario. In fact, it's difficult to replicate most real world scenarios because a lot of them are intimately tied into that specific industry. So it's very difficult to actually create real world problems for people to deal with. So it's 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 difficult to create dragons. And as we culturally continue to shift further and further away from this idea that we need to become stronger people and we need to learn to, to confront problems and we become more and more inclined to ignore them, well, that's not good for anybody. You know, because we need to be a better people we need to be prepared for not if not just for our sakes for our children's sakes because the future depends on what we do (laughs) and if we spend our entire lives as a culture avoiding the dragon guess what's going to happen eventually it's going to come and eat us Or it's going to come after our children, and by the time they see the dragon, the sucker's going to be so big that there's no way they could even stand a chance, especially if we haven't trained them to deal with that issue. And so we do have a responsibility there to stop avoiding what's going on right in front of us. You know? And and I, I try not to get political on the show, but... There's always some crossover, but um, culturally, I can honestly say that there is a there is a a lot of positive momentum in this direction. I think I think a lot of the issues we're dealing with on the public stage are issues that have been there for a long time. And because of technology, we just have a much heightened awareness to it all of a sudden. Because people can suddenly communicate 
as a world entity about problems in the world and to to have your your entire sense of security shattered because you've been insulated from these problems for so long well we're the first generation to have to come to terms with how do we deal with this um, this the collective suffering of human existence on such a broad scale how do we come to terms with that you know how do we wake up every morning and go to work when the entire world is seemingly burning, which, by the way, a lot of the problems we're dealing with, these are the same types of problems that have been going on since human beings have existed. We've just been wonderfully oblivious to it in most cases because it's not recorded and live streamed to us 24 hours a day, seven days a week. But I think there's good in that. I think there's good in knowing what's going on in the world. So we just need to figure out how to reconcile you know, how do we exist as productive humans with all of these dragons? Well, first of all, we have to acknowledge they're not all our dragons. Right? Not all battles are our battles. We have our own personal dragons. And I would argue that the best thing we can do for the entire world is to master our small circle of it. Our small, our small corner of it. To fight the dragons that are our own, to become the best warrior that we can. And if if a dragon crosses our path, I'm not talking about the ones in the news. If a literal dragon crosses our path or a problem crosses our path in whatever our situation is, we are prepared to fight it. We are going to face it head on. And if we can do that on a massive scale culturally, if we can as individuals become strong enough to face the small problems that face us, then collectively over time, not only will we solve a lot of these problems on our individual level in our immediate geography, but we will train our children to be equipped to deal with those problems too. And I think that's what it's all about. You know, that's the, the the most, the best thing we can do is not get distracted with other, the, the dragons flying overhead in the rest of the world. Because in many, in every situation that's going on in the world, that is somebody's responsibility somewhere. And we don't, it is not healthy for us to take on other people's responsibilities that are not directly connected to us. We can take off, we can take our little corner of it. We can, we can express how we think the best approach is, but it's not our fight in most cases. We can encourage the people who are avoiding their problems to face their problems because they are the ones who are equipped to fix them. But it is not our responsibility to swoop in and save the day. That's their battle. We cannot rob them of that opportunity. Can't rob other people of their opportunity to grow. All we can do is encourage them to face it so that they grow because we need better people. We need stronger people. And that's why we need to work on ourselves. Ultimately, I genuinely believe that is the best thing we can do for society is to become the best version of ourselves so that we can help and be supportive and strengthen our families so that they can go out and strengthen their families. And, it, and it, it's got to be a bottom-up 
approach. We cannot solve these problems from the top down. The, the, the dragons are just too big. <laughs> it's just, and we weren't meant to. And so try to keep that perspective when you see what's going on in the world. That every, every, somewhere somebody is shirking their responsibilities. And that's what's causing these things to, to continue to manifest. And, and it might not just be one person. It might be an entire group of people who have been shirking their responsibilities for years. And the beast just keeps getting worse and worse. So all we can do is try to encourage them to face it. Can't make them. All we can do is try to encourage them to. But in the meantime, we got our own problems to deal with. This is the Wisdom Worth Knowing podcast. I'm your host, Craig Chamberlain. I thank, I want to thank you very much for stopping by. I deeply appreciate all of you who've been listening and giving me feedback. It means a lot to me. You can like, share, and subscribe on all of the major social networks, including Sushi Networks, social networks, including Facebook, YouTube, and Rumble. That helps the show grow. It feeds the algorithms in the search engines. So please do that. You can also leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and where all other podcasts are distributed. Those five-star reviews also help the show grow. It increases my likelihood of showing up on like the new and upcoming and it helps a lot. You can visit the website at wisdomworthknowing.org to learn more and also connect with the show and listen to it. This show is brought to you by Amazon Audible, where listening is the new reading. Get unlimited access to thousands of audiobooks completely free for 30 days. Sign up right now at audible.wisdomworthknowing.org. That's A-U-D-I-B-L-E dot wisdomworthknowing.org. It's worthwhile to go find the dragon in its lair instead of waiting for it to come and eat you. Jordan Peterson. So let's work on being the best version of ourselves we can today. Let's find those dragons, even if it's a small one. And let's take care of it. Have a good day.